You rolling? Rolling. Rolling on ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all staying in. <laughs> it wasn't until you said that. Now it has to. <laughs> Gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike. And welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I'm Jared. Hey Jared, how's it going? Pretty uh, pretty good. Um, and it's funny, you would, the, the people don't hear this part, but we do a countdown, you know, before we record so mm. we can sync our audio up and just the, the countdown... Um, <laughs> reminded me of the opening to iCarly, uh, which <laughs> reminded me that I had just finished Jeanette McCurdy's autobiography, uh, yesterday. Oh! It is fantastic. She was so good on that show. Yeah, well, um, yeah, and the, the, I don't know, it's a, do you know much about the book? Like, the story and everything? No, all I know about her is, like, I would watch I- iCarly and be like, this kid is fucking good. Like, she's funny and a good actor yeah um it is a great great book um and a very easy read very easy okay. read. I, I, it took me maybe like three days just kind of sitting down sessions yeah um but i highly recommend it and it's a very sad story <laughs> oh no <laughs> very um you know but but she kind of tells it in a, a light-hearted way but doesn't you know make light of some of the more serious stuff and it it's one of those things right where you're going into it i'm like oh my god this poor fucking woman and her life and stuff uh but very very good book uh i highly recommend to anybody oh sure yeah all right damn what's it called (laughs) i'm glad my mom died jesus fucking christ yeah, so it, it goes into a lot of different things, right? And like some of the things, like like it, like the um, the abuse of the of Dan Schneider, like the main guy behind the live action Nickelodeon shit. But the biggest thing is like her mom, and it like basically goes from her childhood all the way, you know, to like current times. And like her mom, the reason she acts is because of her mom. Like her mom wanted uh-huh. to be an actress and never worked, so she like from when she was a little kid, her mom pushed her to do all of that stuff, and her mom like basically made her become anorexic and and it's it's really really sad and it's one of those things like reading it you know you're like oh my god all of these signs of an abusive relationship and it just gets worse and then you read about her kind of realizing that and and so on and so on and so on and it's 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 very sad but it's a very very good very powerful read i i do recommend it whether you're a fan of (laughs) you know iCarly or not it's a really good um just like personal story you know yeah damn all right uh, wow. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Nothing to do with games. I just, I finished <laughs> no. it yesterday and I was like, it's been on my mind and I'm like, fuck yeah. man, I gotta, I'm trying to get my girlfriend to read it. She's like, I never watched that show. I'm like, doesn't matter. It really does not matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, so wow. good. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, uh, we had had numerous requests to start every episode from here on out with a P story, but that is gone now. We're not doing oh, a P story sorry. this week. Um, no. 
Sorry, Jerry. No more peace stories. Whoops. <laughs> I really, uh, I really dropped the ball there, huh? No, that's probably better than a peace story. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. She's, I mean, yeah, that's. I, 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 I want to say like she's such a great actor, but then I'm like, oh, she doesn't want to be, didn't want to be an actor. I yeah, that's what's, about that. that's what's so funny, and she doesn't act anymore and stuff. Yeah. And it's like you find out why. It's like, yeah, she never. Like, never wanted to do it. She just wanted to make her mom happy. Oof. It's like, man, holy shit. And, like, some of this... I don't know. I, I won't spoil a lot of it, but it's Sure, like, sure. Well, you know, I, I hope men, all the mental best Mental health issues and... Yeah. And, you know, by the end of the book, it seems like she's doing well. And I, I it's selling really well, and she's going on to, like, do talks and stuff about it. And so... Nice. Um, I read that this... The book did so well, she signed on with whatever publishing company it was. Um, she has, like, a two-book deal with them now. So I think she's focusing oh. on writing, which is great, you know, That's which is great. fantastic. So yeah, yeah, it's a really good, really good story, and it's really, really easy read. Really nice. easy read. All right. Well, there we go. Thank you for coming to my book club. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks. Oh man, maybe we should recommend that for the Devolver Book Club. Now that we've got an intern. Oh book yeah, there club. is a Devolver Book Club. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, we 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 accidentally picked uh, a. Um, What's his name? Oh, I hate him so much. I see the book over there, but it's under stuff because I didn't want to look at it. Uh, the guy that wrote Annihilation. Uh, it's another book by that guy. Oh, the the sci-fi movie Annihilation? Or I guess novel? Yeah, yeah, it was a novel okay. first. But anyway, I everybody... I don't recall his name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's Dutch. It's Vander, Vander something. Uh, but anyway, I, Whenever... I, I hate his writing. <laughs> Whenever the Devolver Book Club, I, like, I remember it coming up and I was excited about it, but I was like, man, I cannot join that because I love to read. I love reading books. Yeah. But I read, like, horribly upsetting literature most of the time. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to, like, re like in good faith recommend, you know. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just sit this one out. Yeah. I was at a, this was, this was maybe a month ago or so, but I was at a coffee shop, um, with my partner and we were just like hanging out and she was working on something and I was just reading a book and I was like, it was just one of the most upsetting things I've ever read. And I actually like threw the book down like at the table and I was like, Oh my fucking God. And she's like, what? And I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't do this. I was like, we need to go do something. I was like, I can't fucking take this anymore. <laughs> Jesus so, uh, that's my recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> Those okay. are my, that's my, that's my book club. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, ugh. Jeff Vandermeer, that's his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I've never yeah. read any of his shit. I read the Annihilation I'm, I'm series. Familiar. He's a decent writer yeah. and has cool concepts, but writes like a dick. That's how I describe it. Uh, <laughs> like that's, it's like, that's a good description. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, it's just, you you write like a, like, just, ugh, I hate the way you write, sir. Like, he'll set up a mystery, be like, oh, and then they saw the thing. But he doesn't tell you what the thing is, and then it goes to a next chapter, and it, like, jumps to somewhere else. And then when you come back to the people that you're with, you don't find out what they saw. They've, like, moved on and shit. And you're like, well... Oh, he's, like, just... trying that, uh... Um... Mystery box thing. Yeah, that's, like, um... There's, like, a, a film term for this, like, in a movie where, like... Yeah, you get to the serial... most interesting part and then cut to another story, like, another plot, and then get to that and you keep going. Which, yeah. like, you know, works a little better in a movie because it's progressing more quickly, but... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. He, he kind of. I mean, I. <laughs> that's, that's his whole, but it's the whole book is like that, 
And it's just like, God damn it. And so they're cool ideas, some of them, but it's just, anyway, they just. Yeah. Uh. Well, this episode, we're talking about books. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, we should do a book episode. That'd actually be kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> sure, yeah. Let's I do love a book talking episode. about books. I gotta learn how to read again, but <clears throat> I, n- I never did. I just pretend <laughs> I know what it is, which is probably why the books are all horribly upsetting. Huh. <laughs> you're just you're just like you've got like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish open in front of you, and then you but you can't read, so you're just like, oh, heinous crimes against humanity. <laughs> Or, like, the opposite. I'm, like, reading, like, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas or something, and I'm just, like, laughing, and people are like, what the fuck is the matter with this guy? <laughs> like, it's so funny. Pajamas. Pajamas. What a funny word. <laughs> it's like someone had just told you the title, and you just read the book. I laughing. just... Pajamas. <laughs> it's like, oh. Um... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that's what they say, you know? Like, the real content of books is what's already inside you. You don't have to read the words. <laughs> the story was in me the whole time. The story was in you all along. That's what books mm-hmm. are always trying to teach you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of horribly depressing things, um, <gasps> McPixel 3! <laughs> <laughs> McPixel 3 came out. Mixpixel 3 came out, yay, yeah, which is awesome, so good. Yeah. You can, I just saw, um, we have the, the Trilogy bundle available on Steam. You can get all two games in the Trilogy, it's great. Uh, <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's, it's, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the least accurately named trilogies since the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy of five books. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I prefer that though when they they you and I'm it's not a made up word but when they do shit like tetralogy or quadrilogy or yeah. something like that and I was like just just trilogy we know we understand it's a series I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> saga yeah was, yeah maybe know, that's a yeah pay a Viking guy to come sing your books at people uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway yeah in the in the spirit of McPixel three and it's um, incredible silliness mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. lighthearted humor. I thought we could talk about some of our favorite funny games. Yeah, because you know it's it's funny comedy. I find is not explored as much in games as it is in any other medium, and it's just kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but there's still some really good ones out there. So I thought you know maybe we could talk about some funny games or funny moments in games or things of the like. So yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. It's I feel like there used to be more yeah it's a lot of seriousness these days yeah we got some codes Um, for god of war uh thanks matt and uh i started god of war and i was like man everybody's so serious yeah um yeah i mean i i i loved the uh i mean i loved all the original god of wars but i also loved the reboot but damn yeah it's like it's bleak as shit, you know. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. which makes sense for that character in that world. But sometimes I'm like, man, I need a, uh, I need, you know, goofy characters or something to not take itself too seriously. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah, like a kid in striped pajamas or something like that. Sean. <laughs> exactly. See, you're laughing already. Exactly. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, uh, I guess I'll go. 
Let me Get see. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this because this one is probably the most similar to McPixel, and McPixel kind of gets compared to this, but it's a series of games that have always made me laugh just from, like, the pure absurdity of mm -hmm. it all. WarioWare, baby. I wanted a wang. The WarioWare games. Wang! <laughs> Um, those games yeah. are batshit crazy, mm -hmm. and they like they always make me laugh. And I love playing them, and I love showing them to people who haven't played them because you're like, wait, and, you know, like <laughs> for for people who are anybody who's unfamiliar with WarioWare, it's just a series of micro games, and you have like literal seconds to try and figure out what it is you need to do, and it's always just something weird. Like it'll be a big nose and some hairs, and it's like pull the nose hairs out or chisel yeah. a statue and you and it but it's always just goofy and insane and you know very japanesey uh <laughs> mm -hmm. in its presentation but i i i think they're so funny and just so i don't know like so high energy that you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah 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 it's there's yeah they're very energetic and it, they take advantage i mean it debuted with the wii right um, like they, they debuted on Wii, not not yeah. alongside the Wii, but like because you because I feel like you always use like it takes full advantage of like the Nintendo controllers. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're swinging yeah. them in weird ways. You like you know you're you're waxing the car or you're throwing the fishing line or you. you so it's it's always very kinesthetic too, and that's that's yeah. exciting. There was one for the DS, um, and you like use the stylus a lot. You know the pen, and it's like <laughs> yeah. you know just really cool. Yeah. Um, the the newest one that came out is really really good, um, because it, it's on the Switch and it doesn't really use utilize motion controls, but it has like the gimmick is that you are changing a character with each mini game, oh. and each character controls differently. Oh no! So you kind of have to figure out not only like well well how do I control this character, but how do I solve this game with this character and some yeah. are way easier than others so um it just you know adds to the hecticness yeah it's, it's really good yeah yeah they're multiplayer um this one the, at least the newest one i played the entire story with a friend so uh it's great there's a story yeah the story mode <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh you know a very loose story at that um yeah. but you know it's funny so in at least in this one each section you get like each level um, all of the, the micro games are kind of themed around something, you know, like mm. be it food or animals. Well, there's one that's themed around Nintendo. And so all of the micro games have to do with like Nintendo stuff. So there's one where it's, uh, it's Breath of the Wild and like Link's standing there and he has like a, a square that he's frozen in Kinesis and you have to like charge it up to launch it out. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I haven't kept up with it. I've, I guess I only really played the old one. Yeah, the the new one I definitely recommend it if you can, if you can pick it up on sale. It's a good, you know, fun or a good party kind of game and nice. funny, funny games. Nice, funny games. Uh, other funny games in Devolver News. Uh, Return to Monkey Island came out on was it last next? week? Last week? Was no. It next? Um. Did the German, on, on your and it's on Xbox. Oh yeah, right? yeah. That was like the console version. Yeah, yeah. I think console, it, was, it was either last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, PS Five and Xbox Series. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I, 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 I'm not going to include Monkey Island on my list of funny games, but Monkey Island is definitely on my Monkey list. Monkey Island is, games, is funny, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, really, uh, one of the first games I wrote down is, is another LucasArts, old LucasArts, and it's Day of the Tentacle. Uh, yeah which i loved uh when i was a kid fully voice acted with just like silly voices and just good characters everyone is interestingly animated there's like what's the guy i can't remember his name he like talks like this he's got like a name like (laughs) toady or something like that hoagie that's his name hoagie uh but it was so dumb you like it's a point-and-click for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, Day of the Tentacles is an old point-and-click. It's a sequel to Maniac Mansion uh, <laughs> and includes Maniac Mansion uh, in the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot that. Yeah. Mansion. <laughs> um, but it's just so dumb. You travel through time. Like, you've got... You've, so you've got three different characters in three different times. Hoagies in the past in, like, like colonial America and like you know hanging out with ben franklin and george washington and all that stuff like you think you steal george washington's teeth and you replace them with like (laughs) horse dentures or something like that (laughs) and like like so and then there's somebody in the present in the madhouse and there's someone in the future after purple tentacle has taken over the world in like in like a in like a pet show like a dog show but for humans and so it's just it's just so delightfully absurd and the solutions to the puzzles i mean a lot of them are just fucking batshit crazy but it's just a lot of fun like playing with the time travel like you like like you know you replace george washington's fake teeth with the giant fake teeth and that changes his statue in the future yeah yeah which then you can use to do whatever or whatever i just i fucking loved that game and that the whole premise is like there's this tentacle and he just grows these little arms and that somehow he somehow takes over the world (laughs) yeah oh god i need to replay that i think there was a remaster yeah uh, yeah. a few years ago um i i need to replay that because yeah that game was so fun and so wacky Mm -hmm. and i still haven't finished grim fandango ever in my life which is absurd of me man yeah that's a i thought about putting that one on here but i was like man i (laughs) I have one point and click game on my list, but it's like I that that if any genre wins the king of like comedy awards, it's point and click games, particularly yeah. from the like the nineties. And I think, you know, like you were saying, like like games don't seem there's not that much comedy in games. And I think I think it went out when like point and click kind of went out of style. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, just cause you know, there's just so many of them, and I'm pretty sure I know which one you've got on the list, and I still need to play it, and I'm sorry I haven't played it. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, the King's, not, not King's Quest, fuck King's Quest, uh, Quest for Glory series, I thought was hilarious, was so I was just gonna say, King's funny. Quest is not funny, that game is King's, frustrating as hell. King's <laughs> Quest is not funny. King's Quest is not funny at all. Um... But yeah, the Quest for Glory series. But yeah, like I feel like point and click games used to be like just where the funny came in. Like they always needed to have like cute things to say, and I don't know, it was good. They were there's a lot of good point and click comedy games. Oh, for sure. 
for Devolver to bring back to the world, one after another. That's what we do now. <laughs> point and click exclusives. Point and click, um, yeah. Um. Well, do you? I, I'm curious. What do you think is the one that's on my list? Paradigm. Ah, you got it. Of course I got it. <laughs> Paradigm is so fucking funny, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so a modern point and click. Um, and it's just weird and absurd. And I think I've talked about Paradigm plenty of times on the show. Maybe, but... But, God, is it so funny. And I, um... <laughs> you know, it was cool. So whenever I got... I actually got to interview him on the Devolver Twitch, like, years ago. Yeah. And I remember asking him specifically, because I was like, hey, comedy you don't really see a whole lot in games. And it's and I was talking to him, you know, like, you know, with a film or, like, with stand-up or whatever, you control the pace of the joke, you know? Like, you... You know, timing is everything. So I was like, I asked him, like, so in a, in a, a medium like games where the player is in control, I was like, how do you manage, you know, like, like telling jokes and pacing and stuff like that? And he was actually really insightful, you know, because he's like, yeah, it really kind of shaped where, like, I, you know, wanted to have a funny interaction with everything. He said, because, you know, if somebody plays the game and the first four things they click on are the first four things that don't have jokes that might immediately turn them off. And they're like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. So you really put in time to like, you know, just <laughs> like in that game, you can say hi to everything. <laughs> um, everything. And he's just like, Oh, hi, you know, stop sign, you know, hi trash can. Um, <laughs> and it's like something as simple as that. It's like that he recorded every single one of those lines it's like, yeah, just because anything you can interact with, it's like, yeah, I just wanted there to be funny moments, um, but not just like, because there's big funny jokes and funny like uh, set pieces and stuff like that, but in the in the minute small things, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's one, and I, I haven't played it in so long, so I don't remember how the interaction goes exactly, but like, you have to like, you, you have like a picture of yourself or something like that. And you, you end up giving it to somebody for some reason. And, like, this person can't physically see you. Uh, either they can't see you, you're into something, I don't know. Anyway, they look at a picture of you, but they can't see that it's you. And they're, like, describing the, <laughs> the picture. And they're talking about, like, how incredibly hideous and disgusting it is. <laughs> and then it just cuts back to your character. And he just has, like, a single tear poured down his face. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, Paradigm is a goddamn classic, um, and it needs more attention, and it is so funny. I need to play it. I'm sorry, Jared. No, that's fine. I It's <clears throat> honestly been so long since I played it that I, I think I probably have forgotten the, like, <laughs> the solutions. You know, that's a problem with like a puzzle yeah. game or a point-and-click game. But I think enough time has passed that I could probably play it again and still find it fresh, you know? Yeah, that's an exciting feeling. Yeah, for sure. Like, when you're like, oh! Oh shit, I don't think I remember the puzzles. Like, oh, I can go back and play Talos Principle. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, at a certain point when you know it, you're like, well, you know, you can't. It's not like, a, you know, any other game where, like, oh, I can just replay it and I'm the a little better, remains. but I have a similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
there's a baby (laughs) there's the just on the subject of that that's feeling there's also like the worst time to play the game is when you mostly remember the puzzle but you don't totally remember the puzzle (laughs) like you've done it recently enough so then you go through and you just try to do it but you'd like and you do most of them but then you get to some of them you're like shit and instead of trying to solve the puzzle, like you try to remember how to solve the puzzle, which is harder than actually like solving the puzzle it, yeah. anew. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I need to I need to play Paradigm because it looked it looked delightful and just like a joy no matter what you're doing. Yeah, it was just so fun and did not take itself seriously in the slightest, yeah. and I appreciated that. <laughs> Yeah, Jacob Janerka, Janerka, Janica, I think Janerka? is his name. Jacob, yeah, yeah Janica, Janerka, or something. Um, yeah. He's an Australian fella. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, really great guy. <laughs> we're gonna a crab game now. Yeah, a lot of crab games going around. Crabs got popular. Hey man, you know you get crabs once, it just spreads like wildfire. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, speaking of living under the burdens of crabitalism, uh, my <laughs> next one is Oddworld. Crabitalism. <laughs> I stole uh, that joke. That is a stolen joke. Oh, I was like, Mr. Crab, money, 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 money. <laughs> No, it's from uh, uh, Paperback Paradise, but uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oddworld is great, man. Yeah, and it's, so good, so funny. <laughs> it's just the world is funny, and except it's not. It's re- it's it's a wonderful flavor of comedy where it's like cute and funny and wholesome, while at the same time being I don't know, dark and grim and yeah, horrifying. <laughs> yeah, like like Abe's Odyssey is like fucking horrifying you know like the story when you find out what's going on and yeah it's a very bleak world but you know like and you and i are guilty of like just quoting that game all the time because it's <laughs> yeah. just so silly gotta get paid gotta get, <laughs> gotta get paid gotta get i'm gonna shoot somebody today <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like the, those voices are just so good it's just like i don't know like you've got bad guys in games all the time but like the idea of this like monster that's just like <laughs> stoked to shoot you yeah, I'm kill somebody today. <laughs> or like uh so if if, in, if nobody's played um abe's odyssey right like you can find other uh modokin modokin yeah I, think, I was like i forget what they're called so like the same species you are and part of your job is to like free them and you know you take them this tunnel and so you can you know you find them and you're like your basic commands you're like follow me stay here hello like, they're, yeah you're like follow me they're like okay and, like, follow them. And then once you lead them to, like, the, the portal where they go get saved, it's funny. They're like, thank you, bye. One day I hope people will follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just there's all these cute little lines everywhere. Like, because you've got, like, what, like, four buttons that you can use to, like, make sounds or something like that. And, like, yeah, use yeah. that to, like, enter passcodes and stuff like that. But then sometimes it's a fart. Yeah, you just like, fart. And they always <laughs> laugh, too. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody just thinks it's funny that there's a fart. Um, 
which is cool art style. I mean, and, it, and it's interesting. Like as like commentary, it's also like yeah, <laughs> valid and interesting. Um, so yeah, I uh, Abe's Odyssey. I mean, the whole Odd World franchise, but particularly Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, the um, Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus. Uh, yeah, I I I never played. Um, what is it? Munch's Odyssey. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Like I, I I recently picked up the like the trilogy pack they they put on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um and that's one of them and that's the only one I I was unfamiliar with. Um I you know as much as I love Stranger's Wrath that that is one thing that game is lacking is some humor. Yeah. Um it's still goofy, you know, in in a typical odd world sense, but it is not as funny as <laughs> you know, <laughs> gonna shoot somebody today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Uh, what do you got? Let's see. I got one. You know, th- this this is funny, because this is one that's sort of like also commentary, but kind of commentary on video games themselves, but is um, always very funny, and that's the Stanley Parable. I, I will say I have not played the like <clears throat> new version that no. has like more stuff. Um, but that game, like you know, I anytime I show that to people who don't know what it is, and the very first moment you get to the door, like the two doors, he's like, mm-hmm. and Stanley took the door on the left. Everyone's just like, what? And they laugh, <laughs> and you know all the different paths and all of the like secrets. Um, there's <laughs> the the one moment that like you, you know you're. You, so the Stanley Parable, for anybody who is unaware, you're basically just playing this game walking through an office, and there's a narrator telling yeah. you what you're doing. But of course, since it's a game, you can not do what he says. Yeah. Um, but at one point, you walk and you come up to a broom closet, and you can go in the broom closet, and the narrator's like, Stanley entered the broom closet, but finding out that there was nothing in there, he promptly left. And if you just like stay there, he's like... Stanley continued to stay in the broom closet, despite the fact that there was nothing to interact with in this broom closet. And you can just keep there. And then he's he's like, "What are you doing? Like, what is the matter with?" You? <laughs> and, it's, and if you piss him off enough and stay in there long enough, then the next time you play through the game, the broom closet is boarded up. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> That's terrific. Uh, and there's like a bit where you can like position yourself just right. You can kind of like glitch through the map you know Mm -hmm. so you you just fall into this white void and it's like stanley thought that he had broken the game until he heard this narration (laughs) which indicated that it was intended the entire time (laughs) it's just like uh, it's it's a joy and it's got so many funny moments like that (laughs) yeah oh it's so good yeah the narrator's great the writing was so good and it's yeah, it's 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 great like as as a fan of video games to play through that and enjoy that deconstruction of like choice in video games and like yeah, free will yeah. and just have this like fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. I I would not have thought of Stanley Parable, but yeah, that game was I think there was the one of the one of the achievements was don't play Stanley Parable for five years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it, it that was another thing. It had a lot of like funny achievements because I think there was one where like to get the achievement you had to go into the game files and do something. <laughs> Uh, like and that was the only way to do it and then like the achievement was like you will not unlock this achievement or something like that or um what was one of them like i forget what the achievement called but like the description it's like oh cl oh click on this door five times right so you go do it and the narrator's like okay really are you really willing to do anything for just an achievement he's like okay no 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 no. go click that ten times and like leads you on this whole goose chase he's like oh do you God. feel satisfied now <laughs> <laughs> Wonder, yeah, and it kind of makes me want to play the new stuff now because I wonder. Like it's a, it was such an excellent commentary on those things, and I feel like a lot of video games do that pretty can will try to do that badly sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they're like, oh, you killed all these people. Why'd you do that? You suck. And it's like, no, man, this is the only way to play the game. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that I one really like went into the whole aspect of like free will in yeah. games and choice yeah i um yeah i want to play the new one because i hear you know there's lots of new stuff the only thing i've seen from it is there's like an elden ring reference <laughs> at one point like you uh -huh. can go up to like one of those um like where people leave messages oh, and no. it's 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 just like try dog or something like that <laughs> like <laughs> beware of dog <laughs> you know? i'm like oh that's <sighs> great <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't have Elden Ring on this list, but Trifinger Butthole. Trifinger Butthole. <laughs> one of just the best things ever happened in video games. So I have a few. I have a few moments, and if I <clears throat> if I thought of that one, I would have I would have put that one. Um, but I just have a moment uh, for my next one. Yeah. And it is in Silent Hill 3. Okay. And Silent Hill 3 had followed up on, of course, the first two Silent Hill games and other, like, spooky exploration horror games, the Resident Evils and stuff like that. And there's always, like, you're always, like, getting, like, the, the game is always like, oh, reach into this horrible thing. And, and I'm like, you know, because you have to to get through the story. How horrible is this? And in, mm -hmm. in the first part of Silent Hill 3, you're in a mall, and there's, like, a toilet, and it looks Oh, I know, I know and it's, exactly it's what like, you're talking about. <laughs> like, reach into the toilet to search for the key, and so you do it, and the camera moves, and it sets up, and she leans in, just like, like everybody does in these games, and then she just stops. She goes, no, I'm not going to do that, and she, like, looks at the camera, she's like, who would even think of doing something like that? Like, I don't remember what she says exactly, but it was just so good. It was such a wonderful, like... I don't know. It was so unexpected in a Silent Hill game. Oh, forget it. This is way too gross. Who would even think of doing something so disgusting? I think that is a reference to... Because I think there's a scene in the first Silent Hill where you do have to do that. Like you yeah. pull a key out of a dirty toilet or something. Yeah. And she's just like, no, that's disgusting. Why would I yeah. do that? <laughs> Who would even think of doing uh, that? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Because they'd set you up across a couple of games to like, well, yeah. <laughs> all right, got to reach into the toilet. I know this puzzle. Uh, yeah. I, that's, just, that's just that moment made me, I just, it killed me the first time it happened. I was just like, yes. 
those games are also you know because like they're they're incredibly horrifying but mm -hmm. you know when you beat it you get these costumes that just <laughs> completely ruin all of that and i think it's i think it's silent hill 3 where you get one outfit that's basically like sailor moon or something like that oh, no. and it gives you like a unique weapon where you can like shoot a laser from your head just like you know completely yeah. negating any horror from the game and i'm like man i like that this is here <laughs> yeah with the different endings like in silent hill 2 there's the dog ending the dog ending yeah of course <laughs> it was you the whole time <laughs> There's a uh, so Silent Hill Downpour, which is the the most recent one, uh -huh. um, has like a, a joke ending, and it like because <laughs> you're a prisoner in that one, it, it mm -hmm. has a sequence similar to the end of Shawshank Redemption, where he's like crawling through, you know, like a like the pipes, the sewers or whatever, and it's all gross, yeah. and it's playing this dramatic music, and then he comes out into a room, and there's a cake, and like all of the other Silent Hill protagonists. Are there, and they're like, and he's like, guys, and then Pyramid Head comes out and like cuts the cake, and he's like, oh, you shouldn't have. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> nice. Yeah, those 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 joke moments are great. Mm-hmm. See, and that's you know, like we were saying, like games taking themselves seriously. Mm -hmm. Um. And like you know, there are very few things as bleak as Silent Hill. Yeah. But but still has you know the time to be like, hey, yeah, like we'll make a joke. Like this will be funny, you know. Yeah. Not just a hundred percent serious a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. My the the other the one game the next game I want to talk about is a hundred percent silly a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Saints Row, baby. Saints Row is so funny, and not this new one. This new one is garbage. Which um, one is the new one? It's it's a reboot, so it's just called Saints oh. Row. Oh, okay. And it like it, it makes no sense. Like they tried to, nah, I don't know. It's just not very good. Okay. It's Saints Row three and Saints Row four because it started out it was just like a GTA kind of clone. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then we graduated to like hitting people with you know dildo bats. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> very highbrow uh -huh. stuff. Uh -huh. um, and the one I have the most memories with is Saints Row Four, and it's you know it's 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 silly, but it has so many like just funny moments that are like where it just completely is taking the piss out of itself. Mm -hmm. So there's like a I think it's the first mission you're like trying to stop this rocket from launching off. Mm -hmm. So you go in and eventually you get onto the rocket and then the rocket like takes off. So you're climbing up it trying to get to like the control panel or whatever, mm -hmm. and like while you're doing that. Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing just starts playing. <laughs> and then, like, all your crewmates start calling you. And they're like, I just want to know that... I want you to know, like, I really appreciate everything you've done. Like, I love you so... And your character's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, and, like, the so the plot of it involves, like, an alien invasion. So there's a, a bit where, like, the aliens come down. You get on a turret and you're, like, you know, fighting off the alien ships as they come in waves. And then at one point they just, like show up in like the space invaders formation mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. start moving like that it's like man this is great <laughs> <laughs> very nice yeah and it has you know like the um 
like the kind of obvious silly stuff like the the big purple dildo bat or like the dubstep gun mm-hmm. or things mm-hmm. like that but it's also got like funny moments like that and some stuff like parodying other games there's in that one particular they they sort of make fun of mass effect because you're on like a spaceship and you have your crewmates and you can go and talk to them but like when you go up to anybody it's like you have two options it's like talk and romance <laughs> and when you hit romance you're literally just like hey you want to fuck they're like yeah let's do it <laughs> just, <laughs> it was like nice <laughs> so funny <laughs> nice yeah fun game fun games very cool yeah I, I played one of them where you're like the president or something like that but i didn't get very far in it okay yeah i, I don't yeah I, they, they're good they're funny Nice. nice. <laughs> that did remind me. Uh, I should say Lamar Davis from Grand Theft Auto Five is <laughs> one of the funniest characters in anything ever. Just play that clip right now, and he's like, "Roasting Franklin, like, you got that <laughs> nappy ass haircut. Maybe you got rid of that old yee yee ass haircut you got. You get some bitches on your dick. Oh, better yet, maybe Tanisha call your dog ass if she ever stop fucking with that brain surgeon, the lawyer she fucking with." <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's uh, so good. And then the Dre expansion came out, and the, the best thing about it was that it had more Lamar D. had him on Lamar, yeah. That's, so, that's another thing. I, I thought about talking about it. It was like, you know, Grand Theft Auto, because it's just so satirical. and I mean, yeah. Playing online, there's just so many moments where it's like funny stuff like that, but then just like the, the fucking, like, <laughs> like the brands... You know, like you buy a like a um, like a wetsuit, like a scuba suit, and the brand is Prolapse, mm-hmm. and it's like <laughs> son of a bitch. When you do the like the um, the the mail delivery, it's like the <laughs> the post op van more than just mm-hmm. mail. I was like, God <laughs> damn it, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're really. I mean, the radio, the TV shows. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's, so unbelievably good it's so funny like i was like i was thinking of games and i'd written some down and i was like oh google funny games and i saw gta 5 I'm like yeah i guess gta 5 is funny but like it didn't i i didn't remember like for some reason when i was doing this i didn't think i guess maybe i just play it too seriously when i play or something but i it's fucking hilarious it is it is so uh, funny. yeah <laughs> it's so fucking funny <laughs> maybe maybe it's because over the years it has become it has become less and less satirical it seems like not that the content they put out is less satirical, but that the world we live just, in is it just now came most true. satire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like oh, oh no. Uh, but yeah, they hold a very funny mirror up to the world in which we live, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that shit. Oh man, so so many like, so many things, so many fun moments. Yeah, it's genius stuff. <laughs> genius stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of holding a mirror up to our culture, uh, the next funny game I have, uh, and I haven't played the newest one yet, um, but it is the Mario Raving Rabbids games. (laughs) Truly a... uh... (laughs) A vision of, of a future that is coming too soon. Man, yeah, those uh, games are funny. <laughs> they're, they're surprisingly funny. They're just they're just shockingly good. I think we said this on the episode we ended up having to scrap. You said it. Like, the games are better than they have any right to be. 
Yeah, like you tell somebody like, oh yeah, Mario and Rabbids are going to have a collab um, and it's going to be kind of like XCOM. You're like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's going to be genuinely funny. And then it's hell. good like, and you're like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's funny. Like I love like when you're walking along and like you see like the Rabbids like doing something off to the side. Oh yeah. And it's just some <laughs> looped animation of them just being like, you know, Three Stooges level kind of humor. And, but it's good. It's just, it's so good and wholesome, and I enjoy it greatly. I um, I think I talked about this last time, but, like, the, the new one introdu- introduces voice acting for, like, the rabbits. Yes. Like, the, the hybrid rabbits, which I yeah. didn't know how I would feel about at first, but, like, God, it grows on you, and f- <laughs> fucking <laughs> rabid Mario is, like, the best thing that has ever <laughs> happened. <laughs> It's like, because they, they have the different voice lines of like, you know, when you pick something up or like if you get yeah. attacked or, and like somebody shoots Rabbit Mario, he's like, oh, you're on my list. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, take it easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's, that's fantastic. He's just weird Italian. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why is like, why does he sound like that? What? <laughs> Yeah, and I think I said it too, but I laugh every time you pick up like an award or trophy. He's mm-hmm. like, "It's the most beautiful day of my life." <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, it's great. I mean, I again, I haven't played the second one, but the first one, uh, the Peach Rabbit, who's always like taking selfies <laughs> on her phone, yeah, <laughs> and just like doesn't give a shit about anybody else and what's going on around her. Yeah, she she has some funny lines too. She's like hashtag healing vibes, literally. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so good. What are those from originally? What game are they from? Like Clank Rayman. And... Rayman. That's it. Yeah. So they actually. So um... he's dead, right? Like he died. They killed him or something, and just like took over. Though <laughs> so the um the they've announced the the DLC for the new game. And, like, uh-huh. one of the things they're going to put out is, like, a separate campaign um, in, that involves Rayman. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. Because nice. the, the first game had, the like, the Donkey Kong expansion. Which was great. Yeah, and so it seems like they're doing something similar where it's like, oh, yeah, it's its own mode with different characters, but it's going to be around Rayman, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, what was he, like, say, or... Was he Sega or was he PlayStation? He was PlayStation. Oh, I think he was PlayStation, yeah, like the first yeah. couple of games. And then I think, I might be wrong, but I think it was a Wii game. It was like Rayman Raving Rabbids, which yeah. the Rabbids came from. And then they just, just like minions outshined yeah. their original, uh, <laughs> you know, the original IP they came from. Yeah. But, In the future, there will be two cultures and it will be the minions and the rabbits <laughs> there's the there's the wrong choice and the right choice <laughs> there, there are two kinds of men in this world <laughs> there's minions people and rabbits people that's right <laughs> uh, yeah Antics. man you gotta gotta play the second one it's so fucking good i think i should mm-hmm. i think i need to uh rabid rosalina like her whole gimmick is basically that she's just like always falling asleep, and it's it's adorable. <laughs> They're so wholesomely funny. I I gotta say, like I always like I love I love you know dirty humor. I love all kinds of f- different humor, but wholesome humor 
is just it's it's honestly peak comedy i think yeah i i you know like i love dark humor i love you know offensive humor dirty jokes like you were saying but like just to to do something like that's just so earnest and genuinely funny and like g-rated i find it's harder so when you see it you're like man like and I, I, I said that a lot, too, when I was playing, like, Rabbit and stuff. I was like, this is funny. Like, this is just a really funny, like, thing, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so well done. And, and yeah, there's just all the, the little jokes. And they're just, they're, they're, they're so cute. And they're, but they're just, it's like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> Speaking of cute and, and wholesome, and definitely for the whole family, what I think is probably like the king of funny games is uh, <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> you know, I have like Earthworm Jim and Booger Man written down, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Jared's gonna do Conker's Bad Fur Day. Hell yeah, man! I I I love that game. It's one of my favorites, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's never not funny to me. And it, you know, okay, obviously, if, if people are unfamiliar, I was joking. That that game is toilet humor, like to its peak. Yeah. Um, sometimes literally, uh, <laughs> but it's just so funny. And I like I like the idea of this cutesy platformer world that looks like it's for kids, but it is so not. Uh, <laughs> and like. Like the you know silly things like a quest of like trying to get this drunk bee to like not have a hangover so he goes and pollinates this flower so that she has her giant boobs so you can jump up on them to get to the puzzle piece above her. It's like <laughs> fucking peak peak storytelling. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they represented that that. I mean, I feel like that was the games trying to grow up with us. Like, those games that existed, the 3D platformers were coming out, but it was like, oh, our audiences are... Well, I don't know. I guess it was part of the 90s, early 2000s thing of, like, make it raunchy! Yeah, well, what I hear is that they made it, and it was not like that, and so it was it was made by Rare, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody, or like a higher-up or something, was like, this is too much like Banjo-Kazooie. You know, like this is way too similar to the game that you just put out. Like you need to do something different. And the so- <laughs> the solution was like, well, let's just make it like R-rated. <laughs> we're like, All okay, right, sure. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Oh, what was that game? I, I don't remember it being super actually funny, but just thinking about all those old games, like I was just thinking about Bubsy the Cat was... Oh, uh, Bubsy, you know, yeah. I loved Bubsy. But there was one that came out, and it was Phil Hartman as the main character. And it was not long before he died that it came out. Blasto or something like that. I don't know anyway. this one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was like a, it was like a 3D game when you had blasters i think and you shot aliens and stuff like that i don't remember it being particularly good it may have been i, I don't know um but yeah it had phil hartman anyway i just nice. remembered phil hartman and i wanted to say his name out loud um oh my fucking god i know this game you know that game? I, I just googled it and i saw the cover and i'm like i had this shit man <laughs> i remember this game <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Ca- Captain Blasto, an extremely muscular alien fight a dim-witted captain. Oh my god, I remember this game! Wow. Was it funny? Yeah, yeah. Well, god. I mean, obviously I don't really remember a whole lot of it, but I remember that cover very vividly. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I've got a bunch here that I'll just honorable mention because I think we're we're probably about there, huh? Um, first of all, Broforce is hilarious. Yeah, man, Broforce uh, is so funny. Like when you um, get the new bros, and it never it never lets up. <laughs> yeah, no. like it is it is committed to that bit and it never mm-hmm. stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then Borderlands was really funny. I mean, when the first Borderlands came out, uh, and Claptrap shows up, that was great. <laughs> that whole game was was delightful. The um, I think it's the 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 pre sequel, whichever mm-hmm. one you can play as Claptrap. Yeah, it's so fucking funny because when you pick Claptrap, the game is like. Oh hey, uh, you almost picked Claptrap. You, you didn't want to do that, right? <laughs> and you're like, yes. It's like, no. Hang on. If, in case you don't know, Claptrap is like one of the most annoying characters in any game. Like you don't want to play as him. And it and it like has like all of these error or like like warning messages that you have to jump through to be able to play as Claptrap. <laughs> so nice. funny. Uh, and then I had the portals. Classic man. Classic. Those are really funny. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Undertale is delightfully funny. Um, but I think for my last one, I'm going to go with You Don't Know Jack. Oh, shit. Do you remember that, that, Mm -hmm. those games? Mm -hmm. So, You Don't Know Jack, which I think is Jackbox now. I think Jackbox games are the You Don't Know Jack people because or company at least because they they have like the bald head sticking out of the box just like you don't know jack did um and and like they 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 play with gameplay but you don't know jack was was a game it was a trivia game it was a home like trivia game show game where you could have up to four players and they'd buzz in on the keyboard and you have to type in your answers and stuff like that like y'all had to play on the same computer because this was back in the day um but they had the narrator uh what's his name oh damn i can't remember his name it's like sparky or something like that yeah um but it was just such a cool setup like you'd have like when you're getting ready to do the game like like you'd have all these voices like all right get ready bring up the logo now like okay now like like you'd you'd hear the showrunner like calling Mm -hmm. the show and stuff like that which is a cool vibe and it was just clever writing it was just fun and like they would ask silly questions and and they like if you got the answers wrong it would kind of like oh bet you thought uh, you dummy or something like that like it would (laughs) like it was multiple a lot of them were multiple choice but if you pick certain ones it was like oh yeah you would think that wouldn't you but you'd be wrong (laughs) uh or you know more more question specific comments and i don't know it was just it was just really cool yeah that game was awesome i yeah i remember i think i had the the playstation port yeah. Um it was so funny. Just so good. Yeah, they were they were they just were a lot of fun and looked it was so weird like how gorgeous I thought those games were when they were new. Mm-hmm. Um Oh man, yeah. 
It's, it was, but it, and it's there's not intense graphics or anything like that. But they just did the text really, really well. Yeah. which sounds dumb, <laughs> but like they the way they moved the text in and out and changed scenes, it was just a really strong game. It was polished, man. It was yeah. lots of polish. Yeah. I think it came up with a little window, and then when you start the game, like one of the things, like the the showrunner yells, like, "All right, lose the desktop," and then like suddenly your desktop goes away <laughs> and stuff. And it was just, it was just so tight, good. and it was a really cool game. Yeah, you don't know Jack. And the, then the Jackbox um, games are fantastic. You know, so I I thought about games like that and putting them on here, and it's like those are so funny, but it's like it's the company, you know, and the answers. Um, yeah, and like the people you play it with. You know, because I thought I was like, you know, Mario Party, I laugh probably the hardest when I play, but it's like not yeah. not necessarily the game that's funny. I mean, it yeah. creates the the ability for other people to be funny, but you know, yeah, I guess there is a special mention to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought it through that way, but you're right. Like, there's there's like the games that facilitate everyone being funny with each other and exactly, encourage yeah. each other to like kind of yeah. Um, you were about out of time, but the last game that I want to mention is a Devolver game. Nice. The Messenger. Yes! Yes! The I was Messenger about that is so fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like it, it's it's one of those things like the I love the Messenger because you know, a lot of, there's a lot of indie games and there's a lot of, like, games that are kind of emulating, you know, older style games mm -hmm. and Messenger being, you know, Ninja Gaiden, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, so many games like that would take it too seriously, mm -hmm. but the Messenger does not at all. Like, mm -hmm. the gameplay is taken seriously and it's such a mm -hmm. tight game, but, like, fuck, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Shopkeeper. Yeah, like, the first time you get, like, the 16-bit, the so you have, like, the the... I don't know what those kinds of hats are called, but it's like the hat that riding the person will call And you man. walk in, and, and the shopkeeper's like, wow, that's a cool hat. And then the next time you see him, he's wearing the hat. And you're like, hey, uh, that's a nice hat you're wearing there. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, I see you decided to get one, too. Uh, yeah, he's no. like, wait, I wore this first. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, the writing on that is so fucking good. Yeah, and the the whole um, <laughs> like the the wardrobe, where if you go up, he's like, "Hey, don't go there," and you can keep pestering him. And if he does, he starts doing this like really, really long, unskippable like dialogue sequence. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, the stories that he tells. The... Mm -hmm. And then when he's like, "I don't want, I don't, I don't have another story. Leave me alone." Go do something. <laughs> Or Quarble, man. Like, whenever you oh, would die, like, the horrible. things he would say. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll tell your friends that, like, you you meant to do that or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll say it was a controller. Yeah. We'll say yeah, something wrong yeah. with the controller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that game is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. I thought of it earlier when we were doing it. I was like, oh, I should have written down the messenger. I'm so glad you brought it up. Because, yeah, it's... So good. It's terrific. All the interactions you have with the NPCs are if they're like some of them are more serious, you know, which is like mm -hmm. it does a great job of balancing which characters you have serious interactions with and which ones are funny. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I love it. Yeah. And, and it's one of those like if you haven't played that game, if you watch like 
you know, some videos or some screenshots or whatever. Like, you would not think that. You would not no. think that it's like a humorous game, but it is. It is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I have one more um, that I think is funny, and I think I know. I think a lot of our fans think it's funny. Uh, a lot of our listeners think it's funny. Uh, do the thing. <sighs> I was sitting here and I was like, do the thing. And I was like, what the fuck is that game? You're a real asshole sometimes, man. I think I'm funny. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> uh, Damn, I have something to ask you. What's that, Jared? Do you like video games? Jesus <laughs> Because if you like video games, particularly those published by Devolver Digital, we have good news for you. We got a Twitter, eight bucks a month. You can follow Devolver Digital. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I'm still That's unclear on the instructions. Got an Instagram <laughs> where you can find some stuff there, Devolver Digital. Uh, there's twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital. Some streams happen there sometimes. Discord.gg or dot something. Dot GG, yeah. Dot GG slash Devolver Digital. You can chat about Devolver Digital or go into the Forkcast channel and uh you know say uh jared you're way too fucking loud sometimes uh, <laughs> let's see you got them tic tacs reginald cantilever working hard on the TikTok devolver mm-hmm. digital some good mm-hmm. good content there um i think there might be a facebook but like you know nobody over the age of 80 listens to this podcast so why would you be on facebook <laughs> um what else is that it i think that's it i think, I think that's, that's all it. of the things I think um, that's all the things. Go buy McPixel 3. It's a, mm-hmm. it, 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 Speaking of funny games, we didn't <laughs> mention it, but it is genuinely oh, yeah. a very, a very funny game. Um, and it's, you know, it's good. It's good fun. Good, wholesome. Like, if you're looking to take a break from some seriousness and, you know, play something that you could, you could probably play it for a long time, but it's good short burst fun content. Yeah. So, yeah, pick up McPixel 3. McPixel! Kick Jared in nuts. Save the day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tell us what games you think are funny in the Discord. Or which games we said were funny and you're like, that's not funny at all. Yeah, do that. Do that. Bye. Imagine if, in an instant, you lost everything you truly love, and the only clue as to how that happened is a mysterious firearm known as the Gumbrella. Gumbrella. Love is a fundamental motivating factor in everything that we do at Doinksoft. So when this man began his search for the truth, we knew we had to tell his story. Follow one man's unyielding quest across a bitter landscape as he attempts to unlock the secrets of this most unorthodox weapon. We realized very early on that the Gumbrella is not only a firearm that can utilize several different types of ammunition, but it's also a powerful traversal tool, allowing for dashes, double jumps, and even zip lining. All things that our unlikely hero will need as he investigates ruined and crumbling towns, 
underground facilities and the terraced gardens of the social elite. We've been working on unraveling the mystery of the Gumbrella for X months slash years now, and we're still uncovering new mysteries, not only about the Gumbrella itself, but about the world that it comes from. Follow Doinksoft's incredible journey by visiting Steam and wishlisting Gumbrella today. The year 2012 will be seen by video game historians as a turning point for the independent game developer. One game radically altered the course not only of video games, but of human civilization. That game was McPixel. I didn't understand what I had created. However, not everything has been sunshine and hot dogs. The mere mention of the unreleased McPixel 2 sparks uncontrollable emotions in the dozens of developers who worked on the doomed project. Yeah, I was the lead systems engineer on McPixel 2. Uh, that was back when it was an open world RPG. They wanted me to uh, consult on groin cakes. Um, I was into it. I was hired as the lead composer on McPixel 2. And they told me to create over 15 hours of music with the London Symphony Orchestra for what at that point was going to be this AAA cinematic adventure game. For the full, terrifying and unchallenged story of Muckpixel 2's rise and fall, visit muckpixel2.com now.